you, let's run. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Podcast for our friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Drell, joined by Brandon. Hey, yo. And Gabe. Hello, everybody. And special guest and wonderful friend of mine and HV Critical, Rodrigo. Hello. Um, so, Rodrigo, I did tell you that I was going to let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, already. I just told him this. Yeah. He already forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I was watching the Uncharted trailer. Okay, fair, it, fair by the way. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I'm Rodrigo, but I'm at Sathermail, Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube, other places. Less it for work, but I just have the username. I mean, I don't use it for anything. Also, I do click weekly giveaway for a Steam game, and uh, you know, join that. You can giveaway. find it on my Twitter. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can, yes. Uh, it's usually two winners at a time. So if you want to join that, that's on my Twitter or on my Twitch whenever I stream. Yeah, I think that's it. I sometimes write like for HP Critical. There's weekly giveaways. I've never won one, but they are really weekly giveaways where two people do win. Uh, I usually do the, the Twitch one or I like it. So if you follow me, you will see me like or retweet his. People own. have won like two, three times in a row. And I haven't I won like, once. Hey. So. Yeah, I was like, hey, you you won again. What do you want? Rigged. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I kidding. think so. I don't know how they do it. They probably <laughs> hacked the program. I don't know. Well, clearly, I need to start hacking. Uh, so anyway, let's get right into it. Since you brought up Uncharted, let's first talk about the Uncharted trailer that um, was released today. Uh, I know Rodrigo saw it because he just watched it. Brandon or Gabe, have you guys seen it? Yeah, I saw nope. it. I saw it when it came out. Okay, so really quickly, what are you guys' impressions on it for those who've seen it? Antonio Banderas in it. I'm excited. Really? Oh, wow. I have no idea. Saying his name without the S. Isn't it Banderas? Nope. Oh, is Antonio it really? Bandera. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's only one flag now. But... I always thought it was Antonio. Uh, he's older. You lose one. You lose them all. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what, 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 what are your initial impressions? Excited for it. Looks good. Looks like Uncharted. Doesn't look like Uncharted. Don't care. Me? Yeah. Or Gabe? Both I of you. I was talking. Oh, I'm was literally talking, talking to both of y'all. Both of y'all saw the trailer. Don't be shy. Uh, I will it was bad. I hated it. Okay. It was not Uncharted, but I'm still going to watch it. So that's where I'm at. Um, right. well, I mean, the guys look okay. You know, They look generic. I don't know if I'd rather watch rewatch the Indiana Jones movies, but it's probably safe for a rewatch those. Yeah, even the last one that everybody hated, I thought it was fun. It's funny too because fun. it's funny too because I haven't seen the trailer, but I just want to point out real quick that the Uncharted games in general are just were basically just like modern takes on Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, it, 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 like people people were making it making a comparison. Oh. Uh, Uncharted is the video game version of Indiana Jones, and now they're making a movie based on Uncharted. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Mm. Well, I in my opinion, the Uncharted games were more of just the male version of Tomb Raider. I completely yeah, too. agree with Gabe more so than yeah, that's, yeah, that too. But uh, to go back to the trailer, I agree with Rodrigo. I watched it and I was like, this doesn't seem very Uncharted at all. This clearly is a movie that looks really good that they threw the uncharted name on and they decided to name the characters after it yeah it looks um, it looks like it's gonna be fun to watch it looks like a fun movie yeah it's not uncharted yeah it's very like, much we have uncharted all these uncharted story and background and then they just kind of got rid of all that and restarted it and i mean it is supposed it to be drake uh nathan drake uh younger which sure i totally understand it's really weird when i see tom holland pretending to be a young nathan drake that was very uh i was it was very meta for me so i kind of need to get over that but the movie looks good it just doesn't look like uh, uncharted to me although there was one sequence at the very end that i really quickly want to ask you guys about because people have already been making the memes of making it a qte section like uh where he's like (laughs) jumping back onto the plane um do you know what I'm talking about? Like when he falls out with the cargo uh, and then he's jumping yeah. back into the plane and then he gets hit by a car and then he has to jump back into the plane from falling in the car. I was like, this, I like, I loved everything of the trailer, but when I watched that, I was like, this looks so bad. <laughs> like that last moment. It's like, why did y'all do this? I guess that's the most uncharted you can get, but it looked really bad to That's me. actually part of the game. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, but this there, is the most uncharted There's no QTEs thing in, in the game, is there? I don't remember QTEs. No, there are. Yeah, there are. No. 
like, uh, and Uncharted 2. Also. You control the whole thing the whole time. And if you take too long to like reach two things or jump, you just die. There's not sure really there's QTEs. No yeah. All right. Well, I haven't played it in years, so I must go by what you're saying. But yeah, that was literally the most Uncharted thing in that whole trailer was that section. Um, uh, I, I disagree because Uncharted 3, you literally did that. You hang off a plane. No, that's what I'm saying. It was the most Uncharted thing. Oh, okay. I thought you said uh, Uncharted. No, I, think, no, I, think, okay. I think the un in front of Charted has been throwing us off. Oh. <laughs> well, here's something else to throw you guys off. Uh, Chris Ayers, the prolific voice actor best known for his work oh. as the voice of Frieza in many Dragon Ball projects, died at the age of 56 this week. Um, I didn't watch much of Dragon Ball, but I have always talked about the uh, Frieza and Goku fight that lasts like 10 million episodes for whatever reason um a very prolific voice um hmm? that was originally the end of dragon ball z that's why it was so long ah well very prolific voice uh very sad to see him go i don't know if anybody wants to touch on you know his passing at all before i move on i'd say a little only because like um there's been several voice actors in the voice of frieza chris Ayers kind of stepped into the role uh, when they were doing Dragon Ball Z Kai, which was like the, you know, the remaster of the original. Uh, then unfortunately he encountered health problems, which he's been suffering for years, uh, unfortunately. During that time, another actor, Damon Mills, has been doing the voice of Frieza. But yeah, no, Chris Ayers, like, he's on it. Of the, of the three that I know of that's done Frieza, he's been easily my favorite voice of Frieza. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, he was like sick in a while and he was always like in high spirits you know, confident that he was going to make it through. He, he, he was like, and, and people were like fellow people that he knew, colleagues would always share about how positive he was, how he, he would uplift them and whatnot. And, you know, besides him being Frieza, he just really did seem like a really positive person. And it, it's really a shame that, that, you know, he couldn't make it through. It's a, it's a big shame and, you know, he'll definitely be missed. Um, so I'm going to move on a little bit, uh, unless anyone else has a few words, because I don't like oh, what Brandon stuff. said. I mean, yeah, he pretty much put it very succinctly. Um, I don't like sad stuff, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about sad stuff before I move on. Uh, and that is that Activision Blizzard has fired more than 20 employees amid harassment probes. The game publisher also filed new court filings with its ongoing litigation. This is from CNET.com, written by Oscar Gonzalez. And it says, quote, Activision Blizzard said its actions were the result of investigations into reports of harassment, discrimination, or retaliation in the company. Along with news of the fired employees, the letter said the company will expand its ethics and compliance team. We are working tirelessly to ensure that moving forward, this is a place where people are not only heard, but empowered, wrote Fran Townsend, Activision Blizzard's executive vice president for corporate affairs. Uh, on Tuesday, the company also submitted two court filings on its ongoing legal case with the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, the agency that filed a lawsuit against Blizzard uh, for workplace discrimination back in July. It is, what, October? Almost November? Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, they attempted to object to an $18 million dollar settlement between the game publisher and the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission that was reached in September. Um, so we've talked a little bit about the whole Blizzard debacle before. They've now apparently try, uh, fired 20 people in an attempt to what some people are saying um, make themselves look better because of all the bad press they've been getting and now we have this out of court settlement for 18 million dollars between the publisher and the department and apparently they're attempting to object it so uh, the, the department of uh, federal housing is actually attempting to object the 18 million dollar settlement so this looks like another ongoing <laughs> Uh, situation do you what, what do you guys think um do you think they fired the 20 employees to look good or do you think that they fired them because they actually did investigations and they found even more people with an issue um do you think it's too late to do like is this something they should have done before why is it that it's you know this was filed in july and it's almost september and they just found 20 more people that need to be fired like what, what are your what are you what is your stance on this current blizzard situation it's never too late to take action because people who do negative stuff should get consequences. So it's better that something was done. I yeah, do think it was ever. to look good because like, I actually just realized my mic was so far from me. Sorry. Um, I do think it was to look good. Um, the fact that it's not, I mean, I don't know who was fired, but it's, it's seeming like it's not people that are very high up there, which something tells me that's who they should really be looking at. But that's why I believe it's to look good because it was just 20 people. Like, I 
didn't hear any names. This is actually the first I hear about this. So it's like, that's how I know the 20 people that were fired aren't, I'm not going to say this, this is going to sound mean, but at the same time, they're obviously fired for being shitty people. They're irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. Like they're not people from like, you, I wouldn't know that person if you gave me one of their names. And so something tells me that they were, you know, they're firing those 20 people like, look, we're doing something about the company. But then, you know, the head honchos that they should be looking at, it's like, okay, we're protected now because it looks like we're doing something, but we're good. So that's just me though. Brandon, don't you go? I don't have too much more to say beyond what Gabe said. He said it pretty, he said it pretty succinctly. I, I will just add though that, yeah, it's, I don't, I just don't really have that much faith in Activision Blizzard right now. They have done nothing in the last few months to really install um, faith in them, uh, despite the supposed moves that they're making here. So, I don't know, man. Just like they're getting rid of like 20 more, 20 more people who we are assuming are big problems. I get like I would know, but the big ups are just not are not are still somehow somehow escaping whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> they're, they're 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 I guess they're doing something rather than nothing. They can they realize they can't just wait for it to blow over. Um, so stuff's happening, but like I don't I just don't trust it, man. Like. They've, they've really like, and I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say that because a lot of people have just been rubbed the wrong way by the shitty ass practices going on at, at Activision Blizzard that I just hear stuff like this, like, oh, cool, whatever. It's, yeah. Like, I, 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 I can sum this up. The, I can sum this entire feelings on this and one says, like, I don't care. <laughs> and it's not that I don't care because it's like, like I, I, I should, if that makes sense, it's just that they're Activision Blizzard. I just, to the, me, they've become relevant at this point with mm-hmm. with everything they've done. I'm just so I'm just like uh, maybe one day I'll I'll care about something they did that I like, but until then I'm just kind of like, eh. yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, anything you want to add? Um, I think that's the least thing we could they could they could have done fire twenty people that were involved in the allegations. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should have just been like, oh when we first heard about it or when they first heard any allegations to put on an investigation. No, but they were like people that were hurting people. They hurt people for years Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just one person. And I mean, just firing them. It doesn't seem like, you know, they should be in jail. They should be, I don't Mm -hmm. know, castrated. (laughs) I just think it's so crazy that it's happening. Like they started this investigation in July and you mean that from July until October, you didn't know that these people were still committing these issues. Like, I feel like someone had to know something, especially once you were well, once you're doing such. Uh-huh. People knew, people knew for years, and they had mm-hmm. the Cosby room. So this is something that's been going on for years, and they just been ignoring it, sweeping it under the rug until there was a public outcry, and you know, yeah, like someone came came out, and then now that you know they're in trouble, mm-hmm. and really, fifteen million dollars is not a lot for them. That's chump change for them. Yeah. That, that's why they should be charged a lot more. Or just something, a big figure that might leave them bankrupt because it's not, it's not enough. It's At not all. good. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know why these people weren't caught in July. Like, why weren't they fired in July? Why were they fired in October? It doesn't make any sense to me. Something else that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm going to move on is that uh, Bungie will now charge standard edition Destiny 2 players for dungeons on top of microtransactions and season passes. This is from Destructoid.com, written by Chris Carter. Um, Essentially, what happened is that, as we had mentioned in our previous podcast, uh, Bungie did move away from uh, Activision with Destiny 2. And now, if you purchase the base game, according to this article, um, if you purchase the standard edition, you can later upgrade to the deluxe edition to to access the dungeons. Um, But if you just purchase the standard edition, you will not be able to do end game dungeons or end game content. you can buy them, you can pay for access to them or by purchasing the uh, deluxe edition. Um, but yeah, you can't access end game dungeons in Destiny 2 without the deluxe edition, meaning base game players won't be able to. Uh, thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, the way I see it is probably just to uh, give uh, people that want to play Destiny 2 with their friends just some accessibility options, I suppose. Maybe they feel that if they have like a cheaper price that doesn't give them everything, then maybe it'll get motivate some people to jump in and then if they're like oh 
oh, this is really fun. I'll, I'll uh, buy some more stuff so I can get the full experience. Yeah, and that's all it really is. Honestly, Destiny 2 has been out for years at this point. So having, I guess, a cheaper buy-in option, if they're not going to just lower the price altogether, I guess is an option. But also, doesn't Destiny 2 also go on like Game Pass or whatever for like Xbox players? No, I think it's the original Destiny. I don't think it's Destiny 2. Well, Destiny 2 is free to play. Then they have the expansions. Uh-huh. And then they have the newer expansion. I haven't checked the latest thing, but it sounds like bullshit. Like you already charge people for all this stuff. And now you want to charge them more to fit to get the complete thing. Like there's different, I guess there's different editions that you can pay for the new yeah, expansion. Yeah, there's tiers you can purchase. Yeah. And then I mean you're already paying for the expansion. Why don't you get the whole thing? Well, why don't you do one price for the whole thing? He's trying to nickel and down their player base, their loyal player base that have been playing since Destiny, the first Destiny. And I don't know, it's just bullshit. That are they just money hungry by now? I don't know what they're doing. Rodrigo came in with hot takes for every everything so far. He's hated the Uncharted trailer. He wants to eviscerate everyone in Blizzard. It's bad news all around. This uh, is just bad news. Probably the worst news. You know, no, I, I didn't think of it the way that uh, Brandon did, which is uh, allowing tiers for people to, you know, come in and pay for the content that they want. I think that's a great way to look at it, which is why I made that face, because I, um, in my mind, I never thought of that. My yeah, initial no, that's, impression. That's, I think that's just Brandon being positive thinker thing. Just, <laughs> well, because my initial impression was more like Rodrigo's, which is if I purchase a game like Destiny, which is a games as a service game, right? Like essentially it's games as a service. The whole point yeah. of doing Destiny is playing end game content with your friends. Like, is that not what you're going towards anyway when you pick up a game like Destiny? Like sure you can play the, the single player and some PVP, but like people who are playing with friends are going to want to do the end game raids. So the fact that I could purchase mm-hmm. the game and then to access the content that we actually want to do, I have to pay extra for it. I feel like that's such trash. Like that's a horrible incentive. That's like, I can't, th- it's like if Final Fantasy 14 was like, yeah, totally play the base game, play through the story, have fun with your friends. But if you want to do, you know, end game content, we're going to charge extra. Like what? Okay, that's actually a really bad example. But yeah, technically, a, yeah. A, I was going to say. I mean, that's but, the expansions, but, but like, the, they released the whole expansion together. You can literally play, you know, Heaven's Word, up to Heaven's Word, and do raid content for free in Final Fantasy XIV. And then for Destiny 2, you got to pay an extra price to get a premium package to play endgame stuff, which is the goal. Who's buying Destiny to not want to raid? Like, me probably but i'm sure i'm in the minority i know pretty much everyone that like i don't i haven't played destiny in forever but i know most people that play it just want to raid exactly so like raid is pretty much the main draw of destiny i'm pretty good at pvp so that's mainly why i play it i haven't done raid because i don't really have friends to do raids with and then setting up raids with randoms it's just ours yeah even if especially if you don't know what you're doing and i did that in destiny one i did all the raids and it was fun once you get everybody got the hang of it. But then, you know, if you don't have friends, it's just really hard to do raids. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, Dave, did you want to jump in before I move on? I would never agree with paying extra money for a full priced game two years after it comes out. Fair Actually, enough. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. You charged me $60 for the base game, and now you're telling me after all this time, give me some more money. I mean, I guess you have to get your game, you know, your game has to survive somehow. It's not going to survive, you know, off cosmetic purchases or whatever it was you could buy up until now. So they did say they want Destiny 2 to, you know, last a long time. But at the same time, it's like, I think that's a bad practice. What uh, Brandon mentioned, which is, uh, you know, the game is pretty much free. Like you can... now though, but like imagine yeah. when the it first came of out. thousands of people who paid the sixty dollars when yeah, it first yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah, I was I one of those that. people. Yeah, <laughs> it's bullshit. Then they made it free to play, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" And, and like, because the thing is, like, expansion. No, it's I, like the free to play like thing didn't even like it didn't even la- it wasn't that long until after the game came out. Like it was the game came out, and I think it was maybe a year after the like Destiny's free to play. I was like, why would you? It sounds like you knew this already. Why would you make people pay for the game in the first place? Ooh, I don't know. I don't. Me, I mean, me and me and Bungie don't. I never liked Bungie. Well, something other people aren't liking. 
is uh, Valkyrie currently. That's how you say her name, right? Valkyrie? Valkyrie, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys know, but Valkyrie's been facing some backlash for her new gamer skincare range. Uh, this is from Eurogamer.net, written by... Uh, are you laughing, Ed Nightingale? Are you laughing? I didn't even tell uh, you. It's just yet. Brigitte, I, know, news. I know the news, so it's funny. Just keep saying it. Okay, so uh, she has uh, partnered with Reflect RFLCT to create a range of uh, screen shield defense face moisturizers and lip guard moisturizer bombs and other blue light prevention factor custom ingredients that you can use as makeup um, to, as they put it in this article, um, I'm paraphrasing here, I'm not quoting, but to essentially allow people to use makeup that will help prevent blue light, the negative impacts of blue light on skin. Um, so I'm sure we've all heard, you know, blue light issues with eyes, right? And, and that's why we have- I, I haven't. On, um, okay, well, so that's a thing. That's why we have blue light tent glasses or, you know, glasses without prescription for blue light for people who are staring at uh, screens all day yeah. to help take the strain off yeah. of your eyes. Um, so this, this company said that it can also damage your skin and eyes over time. Um, and so to, to prevent that, she's created, uh, she's in, con in, in conjunction with this other company, she's created a, a line of, of makeup to help prevent that. Um, the reason people are upset is because one, um, there is no real proof of the long-term effects of blue light, anything on your skin. So it seems as if uh, this is a cash grab. For two, the terms of service on the product website state, and I quote, we are not responsible if information made available on this site is not accurate, complete, or current. It also uh, goes on to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> So her, her statement is that it is designed to protect your skin from blue light that is emitted from all digital screens. It's the skincare collection for everyone who uses a screen. Um, and yeah, in fairness, I will say that we don't know that there is any negative um, effects of blue light on skin. But I, I would think there is more like from the sun. Yeah, we it. I think scientists have said, yeah, you know, the digital screens yeah. don't actually affect your skin yeah well, your eyes so, yes because it's yeah in this article dr ludger colby who is the chief science uh scientist photobiology at birstoff research team said the amount of uh, quote the amount of artificial blue light emitted during conventional use of electronic devices is nowhere near enough to trigger harmful skin effects and that compared to the emissions of the sun's natural blue light those of artificial uh, blue light are virtually undetected undetectable so we got that right um but people are not happy with um the fact that i guess she's you know putting herself um behind and with this company to create something and claiming that it's an issue when we know that it's not you know what this is like when they started constructing 5G towers and they're like, it's going to give us cancer. It's the same thing. Yeah. Except uh, for now you can 5G towers give us the coronavirus. And yeah. The, the difference is now you can <laughs> throw out money to stop that. So I think that's why, that's why it's bad, right? Because now you're, you're charging people to stop yeah. something that isn't even real. My favorite part Snake though, oil. was on, that's on what the site of where they're selling that makeup that is supposed to prevent this they say we are not responsible for the yeah, motherfucker you guys are the ones putting the information yep like what I... hey oh, i gotta no, tell no. you i'm gonna tell you something but i'm, I'm not responsible if i'm lying exactly That's literally literally <laughs> exactly. that i'm also not hey, obligated hey. to update my information at all by the way so. hey I, I i didn't fact check so you know if, if, if you listen to me it's it's, it's your fault really on facebook <laughs> i saw my mother's friend cousin say and it's true. No, shut the fuck up. I I think everyone has right to be mad at this. I was about to say really mean words. Everyone has the right to be mad at this person. Um, so again, what do you say I feel to someone who decides that they want that 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 people should you know read the fine print before they purchase something like this, and it's their fault for buying the product. Wait, what do I say to them, or what do I say to the person gotta... who doesn't do the research? Um, what would you say to a person who? purchases this product without reading into well, the website and so you're purchasing it while you're being for, stupid uh, yeah <laughs> you so the, so the customer is just plan. being stupid That's yes what you're yeah but no if you bought it we're talking about the blue light right. thing 
No. Saying you are stupid because that's not a real thing. You, you really should do your research. But yeah. like, so I don't, okay, you. like, okay, like, I don't want to get political with this, but it's going to happen because I'm going to mention it. But the, vi- the, the coronavirus, the, the, the vaccine that we're all taking right now, I didn't just go and listen to the, when they say, oh, you know, you should get the vaccine. I was like, I'm going to do a little bit of research on it. And through that, I found out, you know, the M, this is so hard for me to say because I hate scientific abbreviations the mrna studies that they use to advance the, uh, the covid vaccine research has been going on for years covid is a strand of sars which has been being studied for years so through that research i found stuff out and i'm putting it into my body makeup is very similar obviously you don't consume it but you're putting it on your skin and it does seep in through your pores and makeup is already known for damaging your skin if you wear too much for it, uh, too much of it for too long. So if you're buying something that is supposedly be supposed to be protective, and you're not ma- putting research behind that, because I'm, it, from my knowledge, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of makeup that offers a protective layer. Like as far as I know, there's not makeup that doubles as sunscreen. So if you're gonna buy something that's supposed to double as a blue light blocker. If you're not doing your research, you're, I'm sorry, you're being dumb. If you're buying it for that specific reason, you're being dumb. If you're not buying it because, you know, oh, well, I think it looks cool and I just want to try it on, that's fine. But like, if you're like, oh, I'm buying it specifically. So when I play video games or I watch TV for more than five hours, my skin's not going to start to boil like I'm burning or something. Okay. Then you're but dumb. But one of the top female streamers on Twitch is yeah, advocating so. for this. And so that's, what I say like, that's exactly what I was going to put, but point that's, out that like, that's, I mean, yeah, sure. You, I guess you're gonna feel I mean, like she that's didn't a credible source. She's not a scientist. No. Yeah, again, that made the people, the people still like, oh she my gosh, put her she's name saying on it. it. She got some money. Yeah. I think that's yeah. yeah. And that's that's not gonna stop me from calling them dumb because I generally think if yeah, you sure. just follow someone off word of mouth without looking into yourself, I, there's no other way for me to put it. It's a little hard. Yeah, you, you can't trust but, internet people, but uh, yeah. Jeremiah giveaways game yeah <laughs> on twitter and twitch at sathramel you're welcome yeah there you go <laughs> also uh what i heard about her is that when they were going off on her because you know people go they tell you stuff on twitter so she put her she sent out a tweet that was like to like i don't know what's going on i'm gonna check it out something to that effect and then she deleted the tweet so i don't know if there's an update on that or not but that's the last i heard of that this reminds so, me of when Asmund Gold I really don't think she knows. And then he decided to not join the Twitch back out. And I was like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. He made $2 million. <laughs> of course he's not going right. to join the Twitch back out. Why the fuck? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. You know, like, oh, yeah. wow. I could use $2 million. Well, become an even more popular dollars. streamer. I could use $10 million. It would change my life. Someone give me $10 million. Patreon.com slash HPCritical. Yes, patreon.com slash critical. I just actually, thank you. I just got a bunch of stuff that we're putting together for the October Patreon. It's really cute. It's a bunch of Halloween stuff. It's super adorable. And I hope that you guys mm-hmm. like it who are Patreon members. And if you're not, go to patreon.com slash critical and sign the fuck up so you can help support us. Yeah, and you know what else? Or I'm you taking your you kneecaps. Get... <laughs> you know what else? Wait, what? <laughs> you know what else you get if you, uh, if you join patreon.com slash critical? You get the chance talk to us here on this very podcast right so if up. you hate me and you want to tell me how much you hate me pay me and then you can tell me to my face well no that's not except everybody loves you so oh my god please that tell that come to up. my ex well you know okay, that's a different right. thing <laughs> and shouldn't be such a little bitch if you've ever so. wanted to be verbally abused by me Join our Patreon. Oh, well, that's another if thing. You want, if you want, if you you get want, a, if, if you want me to encourage thing. your opinions, whether they're right or wrong, join our Patreon. <laughs> it's just getting worse. <laughs> so next up, Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 next-gen versions have been pushed into 2022. Um, yeah. What a that, surprise. That's pretty much it. <laughs> like, I'm I mean, actually, so, so what you're saying is this next-gen this version was never... To- ever ready ever <laughs> like that's all of you. it was not ready that's what i was gonna say so you mean cyberpunk 27 is coming out when it was supposed to come out not or, even or, like i feel like but i don't even think 2022 was on on par with what they assumed like this is just at this point a bit ridiculous like 
they announced the game too early. They let the game out too early. Like twenty when what, this game was announced, what seventeen years before it actually came out, and now it's still being pushed into twenty twenty two. Like yeah, what the fuck was well, the doing? next gen version? But I mean, yeah, but the I don't think anybody's really even work eagerly waiting for the next gen version anyway. I, I mean, I didn't was, play it already. I was, well, and I know a few people that are also were because I was going to really? give it a chance and actually play it on PS Five. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I completely Beautiful. forgot about that game. Like until I saw the tweet earlier today, I was like, "Is that that game that everyone had a problem with when it launched?" <laughs> I genuinely forgot about it. It's the game that had the problems. It's the game that now had the. Problems. Now the other one they were talking about was Witcher Three uh, Wild Hunt, which mm-hmm. is getting its next gen version. I have to assume uh, that if they're get, it's taking it as long as it is to make a next gen version, that they're actually two. Well, two things. One. That they're hopefully doing some actual improvements to the game, and it's not just just like a straight port of like maybe I don't know half the feedbacks or whatever, 4K, whatever. Or the, and the other thing was, <laughs> after the um, backlash with Cyberpunk, they probably want to make sure that everything is good to go with this next gen port because it's it's bad enough already that Cyberpunk, this game that many people were waiting for, uh, ended up not being so good because of all the issues that it had. The worst thing that could happen to them now is take a game that people know is good, that being The Witcher Three. And have it fucked up with a bad port on next gen. That's you have very they like they have very little goodwill left, and that would just shatter it to take a game that's already known to be good and it had be bad. I wonder if they're having issues um, developing for next gen consoles. Like, I wonder if their team is just not. I don't know. I'm not gonna. They, they ran out of money. Uh, yeah, all of them. Money. I <laughs> highly doubt they ran out of money. <laughs> they got money. <laughs> they got the money. Well, yeah, they probably. Kept the people I mean, on top got their bonuses and then they run out of money. I think that's I right. highly doubt they run out of money. Um, God of War is coming to PC in January nice. with visual Ooh, enhancements. And I'm gonna be uh, it on my Steam Deck for the first time ever. Oh, well, that's I mean, then why would you even play it? Huh? Whole, I mean, why would you even buy it on PC then? Because then it just lowers the resolution. You want to get it on PC because you got a your Steam Deck only outputs. Yeah, I think it fourteen forty. Until you plug it in, you can. Yeah, when you put it in, it goes up to four K. But yeah, you might as well just get it on your. Yeah, if you're just gonna play it like handheld, then I mean, that'd be the only way when you're in the bathroom or something. I don't know. But the whole thing of getting on PC is that you you want it in four K, and right there, you know, look at Kratos' mustache. You know, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be. A PS5 enhancement coming soon after the PC version. So. Probably, hey, yeah. well, well, it was the number one game on a pre-order game on Steam, so a lot of people want to play it. Um, and speaking of games that a lot of people want to play, or rather games that people would pay for, whatever, it's a bad segue, but Xbox Game Pass subscriptions miss Microsoft's target. This is from VG247.com by Sharif Syed. Uh, Microsoft has not met its target for growing Xbox Game Pass membership numbers. The company had hoped for a massive 48% growth, but fell short with just 37%. This is for uh, this is for the year ending June 30, according to Axios. The, re- the reason Microsoft set such a high target is that it was encouraged by the prior fiscal year's performance, where Game Pass subscriptions grew by 86%, which was above its 71% target. That was because of COVID. Yep, Microsoft has been pushing Xbox Game Pass heavily in recent months with discounts, expanded availability, and through uh, courting big and small developers to launch their games into the service. Just this year, we saw the release of Outriders and Back for Blood. Xbox Game Pass subscriber growth is also the only gaming metric on the payment plan for Microsoft executives. In other words, CEO Satya Nadella and others may miss out on bonuses for underperforming. Uh, the Microsoft no longer communicates hard numbers. It is believed that Game Pass currently has over 18 million members. Um, so that is a really high number. But basically what Rodrigo said, you know, a lot of us were stuck at home. COVID happened. We all got Game Pass. Now COVID's, you know, not over, but we're, we're having to go back to, you know, work and real daily life things. Uh, we have less time. And my issue personally with Game Pass at two, one is that I don't have the time to justify paying the monthly subscription, because if I don't focus solely on playing games on Game Pass, I will be playing stuff on PlayStation and Switch, and then I'll come to the Xbox and I'll have like three or four days left and I've wasted nine bucks. To 15 bucks, excuse me, not even nine bucks, 15 bucks. I've wasted 15 bucks. So, one of my issues is uh, time. The other issue is um, game selection. 
it is still an issue for me personally. Um, it's great for games like Back for Blood that I can grab and play with friends. Um, it's great for new, new games. So. Yeah, it's great for new releases. Um, but as far as what else is on there, it is not worth it for me personally. Not my taste. A lot of those games I already own and I'm not interested in. Um, the new games are fun. I just have to focus on playing them. So time and interest are my issue personally for Game Pass. I don't know how many people are affected by the fact that they might not have time to play anything. I know Kelly was talking, um, I think last week or the week before, about how you know she's let her Game Pass run out for the exact, almost the exact same reasons. But yeah, that's still a huge uh, increase, right? Like. Um, 71% is big for year over year, right? That's that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like that's still a lot of people playing Game Pass. Um, but it's interesting to see yeah. that um they were unable to reach the mark. Anybody want to jump in on that one? I think uh, uh wow. they messed up. Because uh, I think Game Pass is a really good deal if you have an Xbox and you really don't have anything else to play. So if you have an Xbox, you don't have it, that's I mean they're messing up somewhere with what they're doing but i think it's a good deal because you get new games and stuff i mean i don't have an xbox so i mean i don't care but you but, have a pc so you can also benefit from game pass yeah actually i got a well the thing is i got three 30 days from country i still haven't used it so i don't know if it's just the way it's advertised or something so i don't know it's just they're messing up somewhere in what how they're putting it out there to the people because i think it's a good deal but it's not being used for some reason it's something they're missing up. And also the PC Game Pass library differs from the yeah, console. Fun, yeah. And like as a PC player, I have Steam. Steam has deals literally almost every day. And I rather buy my game and know I'm gonna have it forever than pay for a service that, like you said, I might not have the time to play because you know, we work full-time jobs. We're all trying to recover from COVID. You know, we're going to work now. So it's like I rather just see a game i like buy it that's it i don't also games rotate out like some of these new games don't stay as long as some of the older ones at least from what i've seen i can't talk like specifically because i haven't really been paying attention because once my game pass um went out i just let it go out i did not renew it i haven't renewed it i'm only going to renew it to play back for blood uh, for as long as my friends want to play and then as soon as they stop playing i will probably um you know play a few other games like astria ascending i think i was trying and ai the somnium files but also like even i i love games like ai the somnium files but i could literally already have that like it was not a new game release right it's just new to game pass um astria ascending is a great game that looks like it can be played on switch it looks like it's made for switch um that handheld you know jrpg type thing i'm talking too much um so yeah i'm moving on unless anyone else wants to talk about game pass failing oh sorry it it failed technically but it still did really good when i say that yeah, i mean it's still doing us so great it just didn't reach 80 million subscribers that i say that's a lot of people paying 15 dollars a month that's a lot of money yeah um anyway moving on destructoid.com has an article titled playstation finally patents terrible sounding bench player feature by chris moise um the, uh, this doesn't seem remotely abusable, abusable, excuse me, quote, Sony PlayStation has reportedly acquired its patent on a potential feature that would allow players or even stream spectators to kick or bench in-game team players. Sony applied mm-hmm. for patency in January, and while an initial proclamation had surfaced in July, the feature was finally granted its patency on to- Tuesday, October 19th, excuse me. Um, the spectators vote to bench players in a video game feature would as its cumbersome name suggests, offer up the ability for players and spectators to vote out in-game competitors, either permanently or on a time-limited basis. I'm not going to go into the rest of this. I feel like you guys kind of get the idea. I don't. I think it's going to be fun. So uh, It's going to be a popularity contest. Yeah, pretty much. And it's mostly, I think it's a streamer thing. Essentially, what this patent means is if they were to implement it in the way that it's described in the patent, it just means that if you're streaming, like if we were all streaming, um, anyone in like Twitch chat can just vote to kick us and then we get like one of us would get kicked out because chat decided to kick us out. Yeah, that's that's there's already uh, like mods that do that in games, you know, they kick you out or they uh, change your game how you're doing it. I don't. If it's just like uh, kicking somebody out, that's like a, probably like a battle royale thing or something that will work out, I guess. 
it'll allow players to like vote. That, yeah. It'll yeah. allow players to vote on who to kick. And not, not only players, but also spectators. So if we're all playing something on PlayStation, like if we're all playing Back for Blood on PlayStation and people are watching us, they can vote to kick me out because I suck. Yeah. Or uh, if they made it like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, like a couple of years ago, or it's probably more than that, where uh, there was a Twitch place Pokemon. I and do. people yes. voted where to go. If it was implemented like that, that'd be something funny. People were able to do stuff like that. I'll also give you the example in this um, article. It says, quote, so for example, if a game that supported the feature was being broadcast on Twitch, the audience could access a menu and vote to have a player kicked off the squad, even going as far as to send the targeted player custom messages, warning them that they need to step up their performance to return to the game. That's mean, bro. What? Yeah, no. well, I mean, people are going to abuse the hell out of that. If you, they don't like you, you say something they don't like, you're just going to be benched, even if you're the best player ever. There's also more here. Uh, while the above description already outlines a third abusable gaming experience the patent seemingly goes even further offering up possibilities that include letting a spectator's skill level award them vote dominance worse yet one offered example implements a mechanic wherein a spectator could actually pay in order to see a particular player removed either with in-game currency real cash or via an in-stream auction this is abuse <laughs> Bruh, yeah this, this is, is verbal abuse this is bullying <laughs> Imagine like someone's better at me than, than I am at Back for Blood, and they come to my stream and pay to kick me out. That's, yeah, well, that's bullying. Like, there's a rich I'm person sorry. playing uh, against you, and then they're losing against you. Then they can just pay to kick you out. Yeah, yeah. literally, we literally uh, paid like, to win. Like it's several months ago, pay to win. Jarrell, Jarrell, do you remember? This was like, I, this may be over a year at this point, but do you remember when we did a Smash tournament where uh, Sean was our was my co-host for that tournament? Yes. How could I forget? There, there was literally someone who was commenting on the chat saying, this guy's winning too much. I will pay, I will donate money to get him out of the tournament right you now. You should have did it, honestly. We were raising money for, uh, I forgot what, uh, some great fundraiser Charity. at the point. Yes, it was some charity because we're always yeah, but that would but that would have been some shitty ass will if we said, hey, tournament player, but you're out of this. I mean, if, it's for, if it's for charity, it I'm not against charity, it. Charity, right? Yeah. Like, no, what? If you kick me out in the middle of a smash tournament, yeah, I'm kicking everyone's ass. That's no, I don't. You can. I, it's for you. charity. You, you can, can, you can yeah, pay to come back can. in. Fuck yeah, that. Sorry. No. For charity. Cause you know what? Once you get me out of that tournament, I you you lose you lose the momentum. And when you come back in, and you just realize you had to pay to come back in. Okay, I'm clearly joking. I think we had a prize uh prize pool for that as well. I think there was yeah, we did. We had, so there obviously was money we're not gonna just that. kick people out for if there's money on the line. Which, by the way. Thanks for bringing that up because tomorrow, well, by the Ooh. time you're hearing this, um, hopefully you hear it on Friday, uh, October. 22nd which is tomorrow at this point we will be hosting a lovely uh, dead by daylight play together session over at hpcritical.com on twitch.tv hpcritical and we're raising money for the national breast cancer foundation so come by and watch brandon and i play some dead by daylight all night just kidding from 7 p.m until like 10 p.m because i'm gonna be tired or 11 i don't know i don't know when it stops i forgot brandon i don't know if it you stops know. by daylight there you go. It stops by no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> From but, but if you guys, but if you guys do want to stream that, may very well go into daylight. Oh, right it after that. On yes, go ahead. Sunday, uh, Saturday. Saturday. Brandon yeah. is going to also be streaming for the same charity, National Breast Cancer Foundation. He is going to be playing through the entirety of Luigi's Mansion. Start so. to finish start to finish it's a good so game we got some nice fun scary stuff happening over at twitch.tv slash hp critical come by donate even if you don't want to watch us play you can still donate the links are on hp critical's um social channels uh, especially uh twitch uh not twitch uh twitter uh, so check that out and last thing i want to talk to you guys about before we wrap this bad boy up because it's late is the um nintendo direct the first ever nintendo direct premiered 10 years ago on this day of course people had a lot of things to say about it back then whether you liked it whether you didn't like it um it is 
obviously changed the way that gaming presentations happen um, in the past 10 years. We've seen everybody emulate it, copy it. Um, what are your thoughts on the Nintendo Direct from uh, its initial impressions to how it is now? Um, do you think it's uh, obviously, well, yeah, just tell me, just tell me your thoughts on the, on the Direct and its evolutions. I literally rewatched the very first direct um, before this podcast just to kind of like, because obviously we know how directs are today. We know how it's, it's imitators are like a state of plays and what, what have you. So we know how it, the flow is today. But that first direct, that was seven minutes long. Like we're spoiled. We're used to like 20, 15 to 20 minute directs or 40 minute uh, ones. That are, 40. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it depends. Well, are okay, still really right. short now. Some of them yeah. are short, like Minute linear phrase. If, if you're, if you're talking, they had that Pokemon uh, one that was like five minutes, and I was like, "Why y'all even did this?" It depends on the direct. Like if it's a game specific direct, or like a like George said, a direct mini, maybe like fifteen twenty. Or but if you're getting like that full ass direct, that's like saying, "Hey, here's all this shit we're doing in the next few months." Then you get you like a thirty or forty, whatever. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, this first very first direct was only seven minutes, and it was not this whole headline things like here's the headlines. It's literally Reggie talking to a cat, talking to the people. Screen will occasionally change to show what he's talking about, and that was pretty much it. That was your very first Nintendo Direct, and we can definitely see how it's evolved over the years. Like the pacing has definitely improved. Um, not that much you can play too much about pacing the seven minute direct, but whatever. Anyway, when it, when the minutes increase, then you have to improve the pacing because. It's something we've talked about every time when we've talked about directs about how like oh they spent way too long on this or they didn't spend enough time on this this is this didn't need to be in a direct blah 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 so something the pacing has definitely been something they've worked on in directs in the state of plays inside Xbox Ubi Fours whatever um, so you can definitely see the difference but besides that like you like you touched on Jarrell um, this really did pave the way for a new form of communication for game companies in general to just be able to talk about their stuff because otherwise, uh, anytime they need to talk about anything, it was either, you know, their big press conference at E3 or maybe a social media post or just a, just a trailer gets, gets dropped on the YouTubes or whatever. Now they have a way to like, hey, we, you know, we have a few things we're working on. Let's just throw a bunch of trailers into this one thing. People are hyped about it. It's essentially just a enhanced marketing but people really eat it up because they're always excited about what they could get announced yes what they'll be playing next and it's just i don't know where we'd be if, if nintendo hadn't thought of this idea to make this thing called the nintendo direct because it's something that fans like regardless of your nintendo fan playstation fan xbox fan, whatever you can look forward to every few months or so finding out just like an extended amount of time about stuff that you actually care about I mean, I feel like it, something something like it would have eventually come anyway. Um, specifically, even if it was just due to COVID, something would have happened um, like it. And, and you, you and, mentioned, yeah, you mentioned uh, Nintendo. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, you mentioned companies that just shadow drops up. I mean, it's funny that you said that. The reason I laughed is because Nintendo still does that. <laughs> like they will legit. They especially they especially did it last year. Three a.m. Like... random drop on Twitter. Hey, here's a brand new trailer. Oh boy, three a.m. Well, I mean, uh, it's Japan, yeah. so it's daylight over there. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I yeah. understand that. It, it's just the fact that they still shadow drop stuff out of nowhere. Like well, I mean, all the co- I mean, all the companies do. It's 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 become an option. Notorious me, for it, though. Like Nintendo's is really notorious for it. But it's be, if anything, it's become an option. Like sometimes they'll be like, ah, you know, we could just shadow drop this. It's fine. And sometimes they'll be like, you know what? Maybe we need to give this time little little time to market. We'll throw it in a direct or whatever. Uh, do you have any favorite directs by any chance, Brandon, in the last ten years? Hmm. Uh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I, w- I would have to give preference to like the E3 ones because those are the ones where they, they're, you know, that's what Nintendo does instead of a press conference. So, you know, those have to be like the biggest ones. This is an unpopular opinion because it was half the direct was just this one game, but I do have a soft spot for the direct where uh, Smash Ultimate was introduced because like, again, like if you're not a Smash fan or you're not enough of a Smash fan, I, I know, for example, our good friend Toby was not a fan of that direct because he loves Smash, but he didn't like that half the direct was just Smash. Yeah. But me, man, that's where we got the Everyone Is Here trailer. I couldn't have been more excited. So that's, for me personally, that's up there high as a, one of my favorite directs. Uh, uh, Gabe, 
Rodrigo, any so, overall feelings? <laughs> back in 2011, I wasn't. I didn't follow video games that like as much as I do now. Yeah. Um. So I actually never seen that direct, and I didn't get a chance to watch it today because I was working. But for me, I think I really started paying attention to directs. And, you know, realizing they're like, you know, a Nintendo thing was back in 2017. No, sorry, 2014 when Breath of the Wild was announced. And that's when I kind of okay. really that that's that's when I was like, because at first I thought it was just, an, a, you know, an E3 thing. But then obviously I was like, I want more information on The Legend of Zelda and I need it now. So I was like, <laughs> that's what I that's when I really started paying attention to Nintendo news. Get- and so that's that's when i was finally like oh they have these things called directs i never knew that this is actually pretty freaking cool so um but you know but based off what brandon said to go from seven minutes to now when you know when we get our general directs they're 40 minutes long and it's just you know a plethora of games whether we've heard about it or not you know i think it's it's really cool and I think for me, what hits about this, the, the the very first ever direct is the people in it, you know, Reggie and, you know, the, uh, how do you say it? Uh, um, Who are you talking about? The, the, the Nintendo direct, the Nintendo president back, no. Iwata? <sighs> yeah, but who do you say? Yeah, him, but like, you know, the late Iwata. I think that's, you know, it's just, I... It, this is kind of off topic, but it's always nice to see that we still have records of all this stuff. Cause you know, it's, yeah. it's always, it's always good to see where something started. And, you know, even though it was only 10 years ago, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, they, it, this is something they bring up like, Oh, 10 years ago was the first ever direct. So I don't know. It's, it's really nice. It's really cool to see where they've come from and now where they are. It's pretty trippy. I'll also add <laughs> watching the original direct, seeing the 3DS be marketed as they're like the newest device and Skyward Sword being marketed that's coming out for the original Wii. It's just like, what? Well, that's the first one? I haven't. I yeah, the first, di- yeah, the first Direct, the Wii was still out as, as a primary Damn. system with Nintendo and the 3DS had just come out. It's also where the famous uh, Reggie meme came from was like where um, he basically, it was My like- buddy's ready. No, 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 not that one. But, <laughs> but, but he was talking about the 3ds. Like, well, if you're whether if you're a 3ds owner or thinking about getting one, if you're and if you're neither of those things, what's wrong with you? Like, it's where the, it's where the what's wrong it's where the Reggie what's wrong with you meme comes from. Which I didn't remember that. Like, I was watching the records, like, oh shit, this is where it's from. Nice. You know, the only thing I'll say about oh, go ahead, Rodrigo. I'll play oh. it out. Oh, you want me to? Okay, I'll complain about the Ricks. Uh, they ruined press conference, video game press conference, because conferences. Because I remember there used to be in E3, especially, there used to be like this big things going yeah. on, like a whole show, like yes, 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 an hour show with a bunch of stuff that happened that didn't have anything to do with the games, and mm-hmm. it was kind of boring, like that uh, Kinect one from Microsoft. I mean, it was boring, but I watched all of it. Kinect <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, see, you remember? Yeah, that. <laughs> Skittles the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, doing the uh, fuck if you saw, but the Ubisoft thing, the Just Dance ones, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, mean, I love so that you said We're going to miss on that. Right? We're going to miss on that. I love seeing the Just Dance concerts and Ubisoft. Yeah, that was funny, you know, just for the cringe, I guess. But then they started doing it on purpose. Yeah. So they ruined that. Anyway. Yeah, then they started doing purpose. Um, like, so then, uh, I mean, that's the only or thing the real that car, I don't or, like about the, the real car in uh, Xbox presentation to show off Forza, the real cars. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I would say that Nintendo started it, but Devolver Digital perfected it. You know so what? Can't even argue that. with that. Can't even argue with that. I fucking love the Devolver Directs. Yeah, they're great. They're a great company, as far as I can tell. Probably got some stuff going on that we don't know about. But like all the other ones, but I like them so far. I like all the games. They've been hitting it out of the park with all their games. Like this is last. It just came out Why this week, so I'm gonna talk about it. That? I mean, okay. it's probably true. Okay. You know, we don't know until somebody launches an investigation. You're right. We don't know. But they won't because everything won't. At least you still love them. Yeah. Um. The, the, but anyway, the... this this is car game just came out. It's really good. It's spooky and it's nice. I, I like it. It's by the guy that made uh, Pony Island. So. 
Insurgents. Insurgent? Is that what it's called? I forget what it's called. Inscription. There you go. I have it right there. Yeah. Um, so check that out. Recommend. Is it going to be in your giveaway? No. No, that's my kit. <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> There's <laughs> other games. You can have other games. You know? There's still... Someone took the Yakuza one, so there's something like that there. Probably. You gave away your Yakuza game and I didn't win. Yeah. Project. So you should have, should have done all my giveaways. Uh, so the one thing that I will say about Directs um, is um, that they have done something really awesome that other companies have, or, or specifically uh, PlayStation has kind of taken the mantle up as well. And that is champion the indie game um because before you know it was very much uh nintendo centric and now they even have a specific you know indie presentation uh indie world showcase for example which is not you know title to direct but that really changed the game (laughs) get it changed the game i get i get it i get it oh that was the whole sentence okay funny one no well, yeah all right i like well, whatever i thought it was great um yeah. anyway it really changed the game it brought a lot of titles that i personally would never have heard of to the forefront uh you know not only for me but the average consumer is able to find and play a bunch of awesome indie titles and not only that but the indie world showcase i know we talk about it all the, t- all the time they're really big on diversity uh and that has really also changed the way that these uh presentations are presented uh and you know obviously at a three critical we're all super uh, about diversity especially myself so brandon's always mentioned that it's really awesome to be able to see these developers speaking in their own languages and being passionate about uh what they're doing and it's really great that a company as big as Nintendo is allowing people to do this and that is all you know a part of what comes from the directs and then even PlayStation with their state of plays have also picked up a lot of indie titles that they're also showing off so I think that is one of the best things to come out of the direct is uh, the ability to boost these games that are in some sense you know life-changing some indies are really life-changing people um like uh, you know they just gave us deltarune chapter one and two i haven't touched it yet but i have only heard great things about it that's a game that uh, you know i can imagine without you know the direct uh without getting it into people's hands um how many people would have heard of it how many people would have tried it out you know what i mean um, I, you had to have been, you know, a, a fan of their previous work, whatever. Y'all get the point. I, I the just, previous I, work was, uh, what's it called? Damn. Okay, I'm going to get Undertale. canceled. Never mind. There you Undertale. go. So for the... Undertale. Yeah, I mean, everybody loved yeah. Undertale. So. Yeah, and then, you know, how did you hear about Undertale? The internet. Flash Bros. And, really? Flash... Uh, okay. What? I mean, no. tell me, sure. I so, generally did not know anything about Undertale until they announced that stupid Sans costume. Wow. Really? That's impressive. That's, yeah. that's yeah. honestly impressive that you dodged it for that long. Dude, you guys think yeah. I'm kidding when I say I didn't play indies back then. I did. I did. I thought you I were this way. No. No shit. I didn't know shit. Well, um, you know, uh, that was another one that was featured. Um, the, basically, featuring these indies is really changing the gaming space, and it's really awesome that directs have been at the forefront of that. Um, and with that, once again, you can find Rodrigo at Sathramel on Twitch and uh, I'm sorry, on Twitter and twitch.tv slash Sathramel. YouTube. Yes. And YouTube. YouTube as well. Uh, definitely check out his giveaways. He does one every week with two winners. Um, you now have to compete with me because I will also be applying uh, this week if the game choices are great. I'm going to add more games. All right. See, there you go. He adds adds games every week. Um, as mentioned. No, I don't. It's like every couple months, but I do add more games. He adds games. There's like eventually. 50 games there. He is basically Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. But Except better. better. He you keep the game. as often as Game Pass. Um, but yeah, better game. because you keep the game forever. <laughs> Look at that. You never have to give it back. Um, it'll never go away. Um, anyway, yes, you can find him there. Uh, you can find all of us on HP Critical at uh hp critical uh critical underscore hp on twitter uh and um you know uh, hp critical on on 
Instagram and twitch.tv slash hbgrid. Yeah, just go look us up. Yes, if, if you're listening here, you probably have already found us. Um, but yes, we're having, like I mentioned, the uh, Dead by Daylight play session tomorrow and the um, uh, Luigi's Mansion play uh, session with Brandon on Saturday. And we also have some fun planned for December and even more fun planned for February because we're going to try to do um, something every other month and hopefully you guys can come out and participate and donate to uh, whatever charity it is that uh, we're going to do for that and with that I think I'm all good so thank you Brandon thank you Gabe and thank you Rodrigo for coming to guest on with us it's thanks for having me great talking to you because you always have very strong opinions and they're always usually negative which is you know great for me it's not great i don't mean to be negative it's just negative stuff happens no negative stuff happens and i love that you are so blunt with it it really makes for a great podcast co-host so thank you but no seriously thank you for coming last minute oh, thank you way. for having me i literally no. messaged him and was like what are you doing at 10 15 p.m and he was like why and i was like oh my god like bro, <laughs> like bro what are you doing and you're no what do you want <laughs> like literally that was him but yeah thank you so much for i i've wanted to have you on for a while so thanks for uh coming on and talk to us it's always thank crazy. you for finally having me and not avoiding me this time Oof. <laughs> All right. So also, Roblox. also, if you guys want to hear more of him, you might, I don't know, you might be able to hear more of him later on uh, because uh, Ace Recritical is restarting JRPG Club next month. Um, I don't know if he's going to play with us, but if he does, you'll be able to hear his sultry I'll voice play. yet again. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be a he's gonna be a hater but you'll be able to hear his sultry voice i'll be a hater um this game is boring that's gonna be me all right it's gonna be him uh but yeah that's it so uh we'll see you guys uh next week bye everybody Bye. bye bye